From COK Studios in Audie Cornish's gazebo, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the public backlash over Indiana's controversial religious freedom bill. We'll also consider why people aren't always able to have minimally invasive medical procedures in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider whether I can pull off a fedora. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Angelina Jolie Preemptive Cancer Treatment Center, where you can remove any and all organs and body parts that might ever become cancerous. Come in today to remove a lung, and we'll take out the second lung at no extra charge. And RoyalBoneFinder.com, the top reburial company in the world, RoyalBoneFinder.com. We found Richard III's bones. Let us help you find your missing duke, earl, prince, or queen in an old parking lot, shipping crate, or church vestibule. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Last week, Indiana's Republican Governor Mike Pence signed a bill into law which allows the state's businesses to refuse to serve same-sex couples on religious grounds. The backlash against Pence and the bill has been massive. A boycott Indiana hashtag was launched on Twitter, and gay social media icon George Decay even weighed in, saying, We won't stand for bigotry in the name of religion. There were also protests at the state capitol last weekend. While 19 other states have similar laws, there's a huge groundswell of anger about the Indiana decision that's affecting how the state is perceived. Governor Pence is hoping to clarify the law's language, but said that signing the bill into law was not a mistake. Our senior reporter, Marta Margolis, went to Indiana to investigate how business owners are reacting to the bill. The new Indiana law, which goes into effect in July, is causing big problems. High-profile businesses such as Angie's List are rethinking expansion plans in the Hoosier state, potentially costing the economy tens of millions of dollars and thousands of jobs. There are also many gay Indiana business owners that are not taking this new bill lightly. If Christian businesses think that they can refuse service to gay couples based on this law, then they better get ready for the same treatment from us. Boydy Brockheimer is a local Indianapolis business owner who is joining forces with other gay businessmen and women in a coalition that will not serve anyone who is in favor of this new faith-based law. Those conservative religious people have another thing coming if they think we're not going to stand up to them. They want to deny gay people in their stores and businesses? Well, two can play at that game. The people in our coalition are doing a freeze-out of anyone who isn't supportive of LGBT lifestyles. We think that it will have a major impact on the bigots who shop at our stores. And what kind of store do you own? An erotic bakery called Ladyfingers. We specialize in gay wedding cakes. Do you have a lot of conservative customers? Uh, not really, but I'm still making a stand. You hear that, you Republican weirdos? You'll have to get your man-on-man marzipan cake somewhere else. Another member of the Gay Business Coalition who might actually be able to have an effect on Indiana's economy is sporting goods retailer Tweety Weirden. We have 16 stores across Indiana, and we're making sure that any athletes and teams that buy our gear are pro-LGBT. We won't sell to people who have come out in favor of this new law. And what is the name of your company? Rainbow Sports. 
We sell all kinds of sporting goods, but we specialize in women's field hockey, figure skating and ice dancing, women's golf, and tennis. In fact, we just signed a contract to be the exclusive retailer for Martina Navratilova's brand of tennis apparel and Johnny Weir's line of flamboyant skating costumes. These businesses may find it hard to make their point with the conservative religious people who support the new law, but Big Bubba Burnett thinks that's okay. All these gay businesses are saying they won't serve the conservative people, and I get why they're mad, but it ain't gonna work. Bubba is the owner of Big Bubba's Barbecue, a famous Indianapolis eatery known for their whips, pulled pork, and brisket sandwiches. People travel from all over the state to his Westwant, where there is always a line out the door. People are just nuts for my food, and that's why we're going to become Indiana's first LGTB BBQ. The right-wingers will get their sporting goods and flowers and weird sexy desserts from other places, but they can't get barbecue like this anywhere else. Let's just see how long it takes for them to change that law when the governor and all his cronies can't come in for their weekly brisket. I bet they just crap a brick when they find out they aren't welcome here. What inspired you to do this? Well, gotta do something to let them know we ain't gonna be bullied by bigots. My husband Scott came up with the idea. I think it's great. We'll hold the barbecue hostage as long as it takes. Don't you think it will hurt your business? Hell no! I've cornered the market on gay event catering. I'll be busy for months. I just hope that we make our point about this whole thing. Just because you may be a dude who likes dudes, or a chick who likes chicks, or a dude who used to be a chick that likes chicks. Well, we're all pretty much the same, and we all like the same stuff. Like barbecue. Well said. Hopefully, Bubba and his friends in the Gay Business Coalition are successful in their endeavors. From Big Bubba's Barbecue, I'm Mata Margolis. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series. Alex Truman is back to talk about a somewhat disturbing trend in the type of surgeries that are performed in hospitals. Good to see you, Alex. Hi, Cotter. It would be nice to think that when you go in for surgery, you'd be offered the safest, cheapest option, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Sadly, that's not always the case. A new study shows that some hospitals are much less likely than others to offer minimally invasive surgery for procedures like colon or lung surgery or an appendectomy, which means more time in the hospital and more complications. So the study is basically saying that doctors aren't always doing the surgeries in the most efficient way. That's right. Minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery involves sticking miniature cameras and tools into the abdomen through very small incisions. Done right, it's much less traumatic than open surgery that cuts through abdominal muscles and organs. I know that when I had my gallbladder out last month, I was able to go home much sooner because I had a minimally invasive procedure. I thought you had your gallbladder out a few years ago. It grew back. What can I tell you? My first gallbladder surgery was most unpleasant because it was an open surgery. I was in the hospital way longer, and it was almost twice as expensive as my more recent one. Okay, so if laparoscopic surgery is so much better for the patient and cheaper, why aren't more doctors doing it? Excellent question, Cotter. Not every surgeon is skilled in minimally invasive surgery, and it's not necessarily best for each patient, especially if the patient is very sick or has had lots of surgery. That makes sense. 
You'd think so, but I talked to several doctors about it, and what they told me was quite unsettling. Doctor, why aren't you doing this appendectomy laparoscopically? Because cutting people open is way more fun than doing it with that stupid camera. There's just something about seeing someone's guts all splayed out on the table. Ooh, it's a rush. I... I don't know what to say. Look, we don't become surgeons to play around with tiny cameras. Ask the other surgeons, they'll tell you. Ed, why did you become a surgeon? Because cutting someone open is awesome. Ed, what about you? To cut people open. I'd have to say cutting people open. I absolutely love cutting people open. To pick up chicks and cut people open. So you see, Cotter, it looks as if we will not be seeing as much laparoscopic surgery as we should, because as you heard, doctors really enjoy cutting people open. I just hope that if my gallbladder grows back again, I won't get any of the doctors that I interviewed for this piece. Well, I hope so, too. Thanks for the report, Alex. You're welcome. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. You can also support COK by going to our website and clicking the Support COK button, which will take you to Patreon, where you can make a secure $5 monthly donation. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Okay. Sounds so gross in the headphones. (laughs) You recorded that. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go. Okay. Boom!